0: Whether you call them pommes de terre, patatas, kartoflan, ardapplan, kartoshka, bitartan, batatas, jimanaki, proti, toodoo, aloo, or just good old spuds, welcome to Planet Potatoes.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Planet Potato with me, Anna Lambert, and Cedric Porter, who is the potato data expert on a global level. I'm the potato fan, not that you're not a potato fan yourself, you're a big potato fan. What's been happening in the world of potatoes this past week?
0: Well, we've had uh, World Environment Day, the uh, UN's World Environment Day, and there we've been celebrating the environmental role of the potato uh, using less water than rice and uh, and wheat um, and uh, using less carbon and it 's very, very much the key thing with with potatoes is that you could produce a lot more per hectare per acre per area of uh, uh, of land than other crops so um, that that 's why it 's such a good environmental crop because you 're producing a lot of food from from a small area
1: and how do they rate in terms of growing them you know compared to say rice?
0: Yeah, well, the the, uh, potatoes use about five times um, uh, less water uh, than rice does to to grow a a ton of potatoes. And
1: you can grow them in as many places
0: yeah well potatoes you probably grow them in more places than than rice they're very very versatile of course they as we heard last week from oscar uh, in peru uh our last time we they 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 grow um they can they come from the um the highlands of of the andes so they're a crop that can be grown Right up in the mountains, but also they've grown in a lot of um, lowland areas as well. So they're, mm. they're one of the crops that can be grown. Um, it, one of the most versatile crops can, can, can be grown in so many different areas.
1: Mm. And eaten in so many different ways, as we often discuss. So we took our potato eating global inspired by Oscar this week, didn't we?
0: Yeah. So in Peru, they have this a chuno blanco um Potato, which is a naturally freeze-dried potato, we've been doing for about two or three thousand years. You hear here in our last podcast, Uh, and we uh, had a packet.
1: You brought some back from Peru, didn't you? Yeah, we had a trip there, and they've been languishing. I'm ashamed to say in the back of the kitchen cupboard for quite a while, but we thought we'd give them a go. They're quite spongy, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, so you
0: you, you just um, set them in water for for well, overnight and uh, they soak up, like sponge up the water and then you just pop them, we, we just pop them into, into a stew.
1: Yeah, it was a slow cooker stew and they were absolutely delicious. They're a bit like, I would say, a bit like good old-fashioned tinned potatoes.
0: Well yeah, but they and they um they sort of held their shape and yes. they were really sort of firm so they weren't all mushy. Uh, and taste was definitely potatoes. Taste yeah, taste was was really potatoey. Um where's
1: the where do you get them? I mean, why do you think they haven't taken off well, is, I think, is it only South American countries that tend to use? Yeah, them? I think
0: may, mainly. I think they are. They're looking at exporting them more for, uh, from from Peru as well. You also you can grind them up into a, sort of like a potato flour and so put mm. put them in your soup and things. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, and and naturally processed. Um, so no real. Um, certainly, no additives and things like that. they're real sort of natural whole food, if you like.
1: So, any plans do you reckon to introduce them to Western Europe?
0: I think. I mean, I think there would be potential. It's just people getting their heads around how you use them. It's, yeah. Because it's, it's, you do
1: it's, have to soak them the night it before. It is. It
0: is slightly different. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, with so many of us still stuck at home, inevitably thoughts are turning to holidays when we're going to be able to have them. And for potato fans, I have found the perfect place, Cedric.
0: Where, where is it?
1: It's in Germany. It's about an hour and a half's train ride from Berlin. It's in the middle of an area of outstanding natural beauty, a World Heritage site. Um, it's based in some old German buildings, which obviously have been totally modernised, old farm buildings. And, and what is it called? It's called the Kartoffel Hotel. Which means, of course, it's German for potato. It's a potato hotel. Wow! Cedric. The
0: uh, the this is the you you found our holiday next holiday destination. Well,
1: I really think I have. Seriously, when I tell you more about it. So, for a start, um, there is a restaurant where they feature over a thousand um dishes made on a sort of rotation basis. By the sound of it, from potatoes. So, for example, you could have three. Uh, Pancakes made from grated potato, local potatoes grown in the heather um, and they'll be served with cinnamon and applesauce if you're going for the sweet version or with red sausage,
0: pickled cucumber and onion
1: for the savoury. Uh, and then there's world famous, apparently, potato soup, creamy potato soup. Whoa, and that's Irish. just the start of it. I mean, a whole range of yeah. potato so lovers. So potatoes, break, breakfast, breakfast lunch, lunch and dinner, and absolutely. Yep. But there is also a wellness spa. Uh-huh. And here, a whole range of treatments are available. Know you love a bit of a massage, Cedric. You can have a potato body wrap.
0: So how does that work? Is it all, what, all sort of mashed up potatoes? Mashed,
1: boiled potatoes, local potatoes. Apparently, they say it uh, stimulates um, metabolism of your cells and release of toxins, that sort of thing. Uh, so, you can have potato body wrap, you can have a potato bath, which is apparently soothing for mind, body and soul. So
0: what, you sit in the bath with lots of potatoes? Yes, yes. I think, knowing my luck, I'll probably end up in a bath with King Edward. <laughs>
1: um, anyway, obviously, had to find out more. So, thrilled earlier this week to have a conversation with the owner-manager.
2: My name is Olaf Stier, mm. and I am um, the owner of the First German Potato Hotel in the Lüneburger Heide. It's in the north of Germany. Yes, I am.
1: So, it's the north of Germany, and is it a big area for potatoes? Are the potatoes special in your area? Yes.
2: Uh, Lüneburger Heide is a very, very special area for potatoes because the ground are very dry, so when it's raining the, the water is going away very fast, so and the potato is less water and a lot of good taste and so it's a very famous and a very good area for potato and so um, mm. the potatoes from the Lüneburger Heide are very tasty.
1: Olaf went on to tell me that the Potato Hotel was born out of an initial idea that came around about 35 years ago. His parents had a hotel already and kept horses there, but there was a shortage of food for them one year. So his mother had the brilliant idea of advertising special holidays for farmers, where the farmers and their families could pay for their stay, but with produce rather than with money. It all went brilliantly, loads of guests and loads of publicity, but only one problem. Many of the guests elected to pay with potatoes, but horses don't eat potatoes. The result was a mini mountain of barter potatoes that had to be used up. At that point, Mrs. Shear Sr. started experimenting with recipes, beauty and wellness treatments for her guests. And the scheme was so successful, that the family decided to open an additional hotel in Lüdebrüde Heide, in the Wendland area of North Germany, solely based around, you've guessed it, local potatoes initially everyone laughed at the idea olaf told me but 35 years later it's a roaring success attracting potato loving visitors mainly from all over germany wendland is famed for his open spaces and pretty rundling villages where as the name suggests all the buildings are built around a loose circle and with so much cycling and hiking on offer in the area olaf Schier says guests soon build up an appetite for the culinary goodies on offer in the hotel's restaurant I asked him about the Kartoffel Hotel's potato-centric menu.
2: Also, of course, uh, when you when you have a look on your menu card, every meal is with potatoes, of mm-hmm. course. But, um, of course, not only potatoes. We have potatoes with different vegetables, with different meat or fish. And um, the recipes are... Uh, mostly from the north of Germany. For example, one very special thing is um, Bauernfrühstück. It's farmer breakfast, but um, we eat it not in the morning. We eat it to to lunch or to dinner, and it's it's baked potatoes with eggs, and uh, it's mashed with eggs as a baked potatoes, and then mashed with eggs, and then you eat it with with ham and with. Um, It's easy and it's it's simple and that's it. Why everybody like it? You have over 5,000 different potatoes and I think uh, half million different potato recipes. So the the universe of the potato, the kitchen universe of potato is uh, with no limits.
1: What happens in your wellness spa with potatoes? (laughs)
2: We are not the founder of wellness treatments, healthy treatments with potatoes. 100 years ago, the farmers used potatoes for healthy. And when you ask your grandma, I think she know it. And my mom found the old ideas and the old recipes from 100 years ago. And maybe you know it that when you have problems in your body, then you can take hot potatoes, for example, maybe you know it. And that's, that's uh, um, the thing we do. That we, that we take the old recipes, and we make, not better, but we we make it a little bit different. We take um, another um, herbs or special oils to it, and then you can you can have, if you want, a, a warm potato package for your back. You can have a bath with potatoes or you can and, um, different packages for your face or for your hands uh, with potatoes uh, of course uh, potato juice is healthy too and so it's a, another example that the potato universe um, never ends
1: Do you grow the potatoes yourselves now? Do you have an actual potato farm?
2: The most comes from our neighborhood, from a, right. a potato farmer. Yeah, but we-, we have uh, own potato field um, too, directly um, um, at our hotel, and there we we run very very special old potato pots
1: variety. Yeah, old potato
2: variety. Now, <laughs> and they are very old and very special and very rare. and, and they have um, different colors and different forms.
1: So what would you say to anybody who is thinking about a potato hotel holiday?
2: If you plan to go to the north of Germany and you love potatoes, you will every time will come to the Heide and our potato hotel. And it was a pleasure for us to say welcome to the potato hotel.
0: So, yeah, why were you doing that? I've just been looking up on the uh, on the Internet at Kartoffel. Uh, dash hotel dot de so kartoffel k a r-t-o-f-f-e-l dash hotel dot d-e and yeah it's amazing all the all the all the things you can do there and all the recipes and all the um treatments and things you yeah, can and have historic
1: recipes and, yeah, yeah
0: yeah no it's amazing and um Not and also yeah no really really good value. but it was about 55 euros from from about yeah. 55 euros a night
1: i mean seriously i would absolutely yeah. love to go it sounds like the perfect antidote to sort of the hurly-burly of well certainly city life
0: yeah certainly and
1: yeah. for a potato lovers you can't go wrong mm. can you
0: and for those of us who are staying at home picnics um they, i think they're going to be a big thing this oh, yeah. year yeah,
1: so best best picnic food
0: what, and, and potato wise? Uh, packet yeah, crisps. Yeah, packet of crisps, of course. Yeah, every, every, going to need a packet of crisps or chips, uh, as the rest of the world calls them. We, we, we insist in the UK still calling them crisps. Uh, and or tortilla. Tortilla. It's tortilla's, good. tortilla's really good. Yeah, some of those pancakes. They'd be good.
1: Yeah. Three ingredients yeah. for tortilla. Yeah. Eggs, onions, and potatoes.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, and
1: you'll need your cutlery.
0: You will need your cutlery. You will need your, now, this, uh, look at this. Seamless segue into the next segment. Uh, You will need your cutlery. And we have moved across the border from Germany into Sweden to speak to someone who is making cutlery out of potatoes. Anna, you you spoke to them, didn't you?
1: Yes. I had a quick chat with Ellen Thunberg, who is CEO of Potato Plastic, an exciting, award-winning young company based in the Swedish city of Gothenburg. She's currently studying for a master's degree, so I began by asking her about the connection between her academic study and her innovative work with potatoes.
3: So the master I'm studying is at Shalmer School of Entrepreneurship. So that is two years where the first year you basically learn everything about innovation and idea creation and everything. And then the second year you get paired up with a team and also a tech idea. And this you get to try to commercialize. So uh, we have this amazing inventor called Pontus Törnqvist who came up with, uh, he was trying to do something else actually. He was playing around with algae uh, in order to uh, create a new material that you can use for, uh, if you want to have um single use items in the burger industry and fast food industry. So he played around a bit and then he thought, okay, potato starch could be a good mix. And then one thing led to another and he thought, oh, maybe potato is the thing (laughs) and not algae. So it was actually a mistake that turned out uh, really good. And then he came with the idea to Shalma School of Entrepreneurship and we got paired up with him. And uh, yeah, from there we've just uh, went on. And right now we're trying to furthermore develop the material to make it suitable for a more industrial production. Because right now we're in... A prototype mode you could say we have made uh, plastic bags which is very relevant now I don't know if you've heard but here in Sweden taxes on plastic bags have been raised a lot uh, we can also make uh, straws drinking straws uh, you can also make uh, packaging that you can use for the online shopping habits and you, we can also do um, cutlery
1: And of course, it's all about using product that would otherwise go to waste, isn't
3: it? Mm. So what
1: percentage of potatoes do you throw away in Sweden?
3: So we throw away about 15 to 20 percent that we make into other things like starch and such like that. But we have decided that these potatoes, that the 15 or 20 percent are not. They're they're too ugly (laughs) to be sold.
1: Very upsetting. Ross, potato fans, there's no such thing as ugly potato.
3: (laughs) Exactly. I also love potatoes, actually
1: and what sort of product development priorities have you got at the moment
3: right now we uh, we are trying to uh, look into more of the the thin material that mm-hmm. is used for could be used for bags and stuff like that and we're also looking into a bit thicker material that could be used for cutlery we're very early in the process still even though we have a lot of prototypes going and everything we need to get more technical with the material. So right now we're focusing on both the thin and the, a little thicker uh, material in order to try to, okay, if the industry needs uh, A, B, C to do this, how can we make our material applicable for that?
1: And have you had interest from the, say, the fast food industry already?
3: Yeah, there's been a lot of interest yes. from the industry, both when it comes to people who want to buy it when they say like okay when you have it please tell us we will buy it and also from the industry saying that we need a better solution so please when you when if you can meet these standards we we want to go ahead
1: so have you got a patent out with the cutlery or is it a race with other potato starch product manufacturers to find these solutions
3: we have uh, some pending discussions in this matter so i can't really discuss it that much but um, we're, we're working very hard on protecting it as well.
1: <clears throat> and have you got a manufacturer already who you're working with to come up with the products? We are in dialogue right now
3: with a few different actors who could be potential business partners. And of course, right now with the things being like they are in the world, uh, innovation is maybe a little bit harder, but we're not giving up of course. Uh, but it's it moves a little bit slower and uh, now
1: Do you have any sort of time frame when you think we might be seeing the product in our fast food restaurants and takeaways cut- Our goal is to this
3: year develop the material further and then have a pilot production in the end of the year So that is our goal and from there. It's hard to say how long it will take but uh, my My vision is that at the end of this year, we're gonna have manufactured um, cutlery in our hands or bags in our hands.
1: And this isn't just a work project for you, is it? You're also a big potato fan.
3: When I tell my family that I was gonna work with potatoes, they were like, yeah, of course. (laughs) You've been crazy about potatoes since you were little.
1: Uh (laughs) And what's your favorite way of eating potatoes?
3: Oh mashed potatoes with a lot of butter that is I can't even talk about it almost it's it's too good
0: so uh, thanks to Ellen. It's always great to to find people in the potato industries. It's not that they uh, they're just working in the potato industry. They all seem to really love the potatoes as well. You could yeah. you could see that from 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 Ellen there. Uh, and yeah, so we'll be looking uh, for, out for those uh, on the market soon. yeah Watch this space. And I know they won a, a, an award, didn't they? From, yes, from James Dice. James Dyson, a big uh, design award as well. So so yeah, making making waves with their uh, with their knives forks so it's time to move on oh to, yes yes
1: well we've had a lot of relaxation this issue haven't we this episode yeah given that we've talked a lot about holidays and and uh, recreational activities using and potato sitting, cutlery sitting
0: in a bath full of potatoes um
1: so even more relaxation now it's over to the netherlands for courtesy of esther van holt the d's and e's of potato variety.
4: Daisy, Dejima, Desiree, Diva, Dolly, Doree, Dos Color, Druid, Duke of York, Dunbar Rover, Dumbar Standard, Dumdrod. Dutch Cream, Adony, Edelgard, Edsel Blue, Eigenheimer, Elektra, Elisabeth, Ellen Ellie, Emblem, Emily, Emma, en Staler Alp, Epicure, Ernte Stoltz, Esprit, Estima, Evelina, Eurostar, Excalibur,
0: Thank you very much, Esther. I feel really relaxed now. I think they should be playing those names while you have your potato massage at the Potato Hotel. Can you imagine uh. how relaxed, zoned out you would feel? Being All
1: your senses immersed in the ev- potato.
0: Yeah, God, potato heaven, potato heaven. <laughs> so thanks, Esther. But Esther also pointed out that one of the varieties... Um, is uh he's got a different sort of name uh, in in Holland. Um, it's got a different meaning. So back to Esther.
4: And did you know, Anna, that eigenheimer also in Dutch means someone who's a bit strange, um who likes to be on their own and who's just a bit odd. So uh, it's quite funny because it's obviously a potato uh, variety, but uh, but it has that other meaning as well in Dutch. Uh, someone is a bit of an Eigenheimer. <laughs> Eigenheimer. Well, obviously, you couldn't
1: just let that rest, could you, Cedric? You had to do a bit of research oh. on the back of Esther's information about the Eigenheimer.
0: Yeah, so I had to get my potato variety hat on. Uh, yeah, looking up in the European Cultivated uh, Potato Variety Database, uh, Eigenheimer, a German variety, uh, it's an early variety, uh, it, it's a flowery uh, one, it's quite yellow. But actually, it's very sort of high-yielding. So as a potato itself, it's got lots of little potato chums all around oh, it. so, so it's, it's not really, really a loner. No, it's not really mm. a loner. Yeah. The Dutch so,
1: might not need to
0: rethink yeah, that then. So I think, well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's, well, it might be a little bit lost between the uh, the German and the, and the Dutch between that. Okay. But yeah, mm. but I'm sure some of our listeners will be able to tell us.
1: And the European Cultivated Potato Database. Gosh, that sounds like required reading for anybody yes, who loves potatoes.
0: Well, that's sort of, I, I, I look at that every And that really sets me uh, sets me off to sleep.
1: Well, I guess that about wraps it up for this week.
0: So, Anna, you, what sort of wrap are you talking about there? Are you talking about the potato wrap that you might get uh, at the potato ho- hotel before you have your potato mm-hmm. massage? Mm-hmm. Or are you talking about <laughs> the wrap, the plastic uh, starch potato uh, wrap that you get r- uh, rather than cling film?
1: Oh, gosh, I know. So so many different sorts of wraps, all from the potatoes. So much to be enjoyed. Uh, as ever, if you've got any comments, do please get in touch with us. We're on Twitter.
0: And our Twitter is at Planet Potato Pod. Uh, and every day we are uh, tweeting something joyful and celebrating the potato.
1: Yeah, we're trying to get more 21st century, so we're doing it on a daily basis now. Uh, and email said...
0: Yeah, that's info at worldpotatomarkets.com. Info at worldpotatomarkets.com.
1: So all that remains to be said is whether you're boiling,
0: frying, mashing, roasting,
1: or baking, la. L'Apatate! Don't let go of the potato!